Hello guys, welcome back to spobits.com. We we will be doing our podcast session again. We will be starting for the new session of the football which is coming shortly in around 2-3 weeks time. We have Ms. Gan, our football analyst and we'll be discussing mostly about the transfer window, how it will impact the teams in the uh, next session and we will be talking who is the in and outs of the premier premier clubs of the various uh, football leagues around the Europe. Hello Ms. Gan, how are you? Yeah, hello Mushir, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. So what's what is your view? We have like in around 2-3 weeks time, 2 weeks time mostly footballing football session, club level session coming on seasons. So what do you expect this time? Yeah, my expectation is going to be uh, we uh, we are, we are talking about the Premier League right now. So the expectation, yeah, yeah the expectation is quite high at the moment because uh, I think every team has uh, uh, bought some very good players, and they uh, and they have bought it quite early, knowing the fact that the transfer window gets over by 9th of August. It's not uh, the usual 31st August deadline day. The deadline day will be done. A day before the season starts, so the the, the clubs are have become quite clever. They are trying to make their own. They're trying to bring players very early into the preseason to groove them into a, the structure of football each manager wants, so that it helps them to grow as a team. New, uh, it helps the new signings also to gel well into the team before uh, the season starts. So, uh, so in terms of. Uh, the uh, Premier League top six, we have some very good signings, but uh, we, we can't uh, deny from the fact that the, uh, the teams like West Ham, Southampton, Wolves and Fulham and etc. have done a very good business as well in this transfer window. So expect uh, another intense and very uh, spirited, uh, I would say, uh, every game we will see uh, a quite a spirited effort from every each of the 20 teams in the Premier League. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, do you think that the impact of World Cup football did it make any impact on the transfer window, or is it was like pre-planned transfer of the only those players who are big big name player already pre-planned by the team by the clubs that will take those players only? Or did the performance of some players in the World Cup change the manager's mind of the some Premier uh, Premier clubs in Premier League? Uh, I don't think so uh, because uh, uh, if you see um, if you see the transfer of Allison from Roma to Liverpool, initially it was on hold because Roma wanted a higher price and they expected, I guess, I, I guess they expected or anticipated that Allison will probably reach the final or win the World Cup with Brazil and have a good World Cup uh, with the Samba team. But as it turned out, the Brazilian team uh, was knocked out in the quarterfinals and Allison. Uh, I guess didn't have to do too much, so he he didn't do much right and he didn't do much wrong as well. See, it was a kind of a iffy iffy situation. So Roma now, yeah, so that has affected in a negative way, and that's one example. And the other example is if you see the star men of the World Cup like Modric, uh, Mbappe, Pogba. Uh, in terms of transfers, they haven't uh, really affected the manager's mind. They 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 are in their own clubs. 
the only thing will be now especially if we, we are looking at the premier league teams we will be looking at manchester united so paul pogba now it's it's up to him that now he has sh- uh, shown what he can do he has dominated games for france now from midfield breaking the through from midfield now what he can do with manchester united remains to be seen because he hasn't been able to show his real talent so far at old trafford in the past two seasons so th- that's an intriguing part to see whether he turns his world cup form into the upcoming club form which is quite an important season for united this yep yep exactly so yeah in terms of this it's quite it it seemed that the managers already had made their mind irrespective of how yeah. the players performed in the world cup of course it may have dented the players price as you told about uh, alison from roma uh, okay so who do you think in the premier top 4 or top 5 made very good business this transfer into ir we have seen that klopp was very active has been very active so far and it's been quite rare from liverpool to buy so many good players they haven't been in business for so in active active in the transfer window very much for a few seasons don't you think so yeah liverpool's uh, business in the transfer window has been quite smart and quite mm. uh, to mm-hmm. to the point like they they have uh, addressed the weaknesses they have uh, they have uh, i would say identified in the last season especially in the goalkeeping department which is uh, yep. which is quite uh, evident to everyone now and in in the defensive midfield department where i think henderson uh, i think he has done a good job but he needs a backup he needs a solid backup and fabinho uh, is a very good option fabinho can also play right back or or a, as a center back if needed as well so that that's a very good option nabi keita who was brought last season as well so that's a good addition in in terms of creating for midfield especially after the departure of philip coutinho they needed someone uh, creative who can who can feed the the coveted front three that liverpool have so keita will do that and shakiri will act as a enable uh, backup uh, which uh, if, uh, if uh, by chance any of the front three needs a rest or uh, have uh, some kind of an injury issue shakiri is a very able backup who who is a uh, proven premier league player now we're having spent three seasons with stoke city and have been and has been doing quite well for them as well so it for, for in that sense they have done very well and people uh, just one thing more about the people uh, talking about uh, liverpool's net spend and uh, the they are now spending over the top and uh, they it's klopp is changing uh, his philosophy his philosophy like two years ago he mentioned that uh, pogba's transfer is crazy and he would he would never do that to uh, build his team yeah 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 and he, he addressed that in the in his pre match uh, press conference day before yesterday and he said that yeah it's good to change opinions but if we, if you look at the net spend that liverpool have it's still less than manchester city and manchester united if you look at it the past to two, two to three seasons and and because of the coutinho money which was around 120 million to 140 million it it goes from the original fee to the add-ons which coutinho has so if you take the uh, mid mid average amount 130 million it's still a lot of money so if uh, coutinho money himself is bringing van dijk and alisson in so that, that and they are, they are the two most expensive players so that one sale of one player has got liverpool two players of uh, of who are record in their own uh, uh, in their own positions like the uh, record transfer of center back and a goalkeeper and liverpool yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, talking about other teams Manchester City uh, have been quite in this transfer window I think they don't need to be quite active they, they have a very settled squad they have brought Mahrez in to add more <laughs> attacking talent which is uh, quite crazy to say given the fact that they only they, they already have a lot of attacking talent so so they they, they just they just need to uh, rectify certain areas uh, yeah they, they need a defensive midfielder to back Fernandinho up and they failed in getting uh, Jorginho from uh, Napoli who has gone to Chelsea now with his uh, boss Mauricio Sarri so Pep Guardiola was wasn't too impressed with that so let's see if Manchester City get another player because they need one defensive midfielder to back up Fernandinho because uh, the the Brazilian wasn't in his greatest of form, especially against uh, Belgium in the quarterfinals when he, when he was little sleepy. So uh, yeah, uh, Guardiola will be little worried about that. It's a very important position, especially in the Guardiola system, that defensive midfield position. So Manchester City have to do well in that. Uh, talking about Manchester United, they have been quite uh, subpar as well with respect to the spendings they have run in the past three to four years, especially. Yep, yep, exactly. uh, yeah, and, and and the players they have bought like uh, Fred and Diego Dalot, uh, both are injured at the moment. So both uh, won't be taking part at least till September or October. So he mainly, if he doesn't bring any more players in, he mainly has to uh, start the season with, with the players he had last season. And he wasn't happy with the players he had last season. He wanted improvements. So uh, that's why I think uh, Mourinho is quite a grumpy man. He has been quite grumpy so far in this preseason. He looks quite tired or a little angry or something. So if we, we won't be surprised if Manchester United get one or two more signings uh, and one or two more big signings because they haven't done that so far. Uh, in terms of the other top two teams, yeah, uh, Spurs haven't done anything and they couldn't do anything. The, the, the hands are tied behind the back uh, with the new stadium now. So they probably won't be having any money to really spend in, big in this transfer window. So they have a new stadium to welcome. And uh, talking about Arsenal, Arsenal have done a good job. Uh, we have talked about Arsenal and Liverpool not being active in, this tra- in the previous transfer windows. Uh, they've been quite reserved or bringing one or two players or bringing young prospects and trying to make them into world beaters. But Arsenal have done well this season. They have changed their director of football. Uh, got it from got one from uh, Dortmund who, have, who has been quite active and they brought players like Torreira, Leno, Socrates and Leek Steiner who are very quite experienced. The, the experience plus quality. And Arsenal have done the same thing like what Liverpool have done. They have addressed the issues they thought is their weakness. Attack is not Arsenal's weakness. So they have brought players in midfield, defence and goalkeeper. So it's another very good uh, business. And let's see if uh, what new manager Unai Emery does. It's a new era for them. And okay, if, yeah... Uh... So let's uh, let's wrap it up because we are running out of our time. Yeah. And just to because uh, uh, just to just summarize the okay we have like twenty teams we cannot discuss about every situation right now. Yeah. So uh, if you just see, if we just uh, take a different route of the question like we have already spoken about new players coming in but there are two managers coming in like in Chelsea and and, and Arsenal sorry so. Do you think these the managers shift will make an impact in the top four lineup, fine, uh, top four like a top four contender? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I certainly think uh, I think Chelsea will take time and Arsenal will also take time. But they both uh, will play the Europa League. 
so either they have to build a very big squad to have two separate uh, 11s for Europa and the Premier League uh, in that case Chelsea and Arsenal have to rely more uh, and and they have to balance it out more because they have to identify at the start of the season whether they're going to target to win the Europa League and go to Champions League by that route or uh, forget the Europa League and just target top four because the current top four are quite solid. I, I don't think uh, City will be uh, uh, behind uh, the first or second spot ma- maximum, I guess. I guess. Uh, United also will be there and thereabouts. Liverpool have done a good business and they are one of the contenders this season. Uh, the one team I have doubt uh, about is Spurs because they haven't added anything to their squad and that new stadium they have got it's a very good stadium. It's a fantastic stadium, very b- b- good built stadium. It will bring them quite, quite a lot of revenue in the upcoming years. But for this season, I guess they might struggle a bit with the new stadium, new conditions. It, it's their own home ground, but we have we have seen in the past the change of stadiums has brought uh, the change in fortunes in a slightly negative way at times. So it's going to be a, a crisscross factor for spurs so spurs can be one team who could drop out of the top four next season and either of Charles, chelsea uh, sorry chelsea of uh, arsenal will uh, go to the, the top four in my opinion yeah yeah exactly and in terms of spurs just a quick review a question with you uh, do you think that spurs are becoming a little saturated with their attacking potential and we did not see very good of harry can in in the World Cup, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Harry Kane got his goals. He he was uh, ruthless with the chances he got, but uh, I th- I think he carried some kind of an injury, or uh, the English team quite were quite uh, stagnated uh, in providing him the chances, especially against Croatia. Uh, he got very uh, lonely. Got very lonely. Cut a very lonely figure, I guess mainly because Croatia dominated the game more and he didn't have any chances. But yeah, Kane, when given a chance in front of goal, will be ruthless, no doubt about that. But I think he's carrying some kind of sort of injury, which will be a worry for Spurs going into next season. And they haven't bought any new players to really replace him. And okay, yeah, you can rest him for a few games and then bring another player who played the early part of the season. So it, it's a worry for them because their star man Hyung Min Son will also miss the early part of next season because South Korea will be playing the Asian Games. So, so that's two players in one player will be out and one player is in doubt. So uh, it's kind of a sticky situation and a new stadium also is coming through. So I think that that's why I I, I say that Spurs can be the one who will be dropping out of the top four next season. Mm, okay, interesting, interesting views, Ms. Gan. Yeah. So, okay, we have got plenty of views for now from the window and the manager shifts in few of the Premier League club. Yeah. Of course, before the start of the next season, before a couple of days before the next season starts, we'll do another podcast with you on, on different topics related to the next season and what could be the optimistic for different big club names there. Sure. So, thank you, Ms. Jan. Thanks, thanks for thank, your time. Thanks a lot, Mr. Okay, guys. Thanks for giving your time, Isgan. And okay, guys, thank you. Thanks for uh, listening to the podcast of Spobits. And keep visiting our website for latest updates on various aspects of Premier League football and football all over the world. Thank you. Bye bye.